Okay, here we go. How y'all doing? This is Jacksimus, creator of Rebel J, who's right there. And Valkyrie Joe, this is another podcast you're on with. I'm also on podcast with Jacksimus, talking about GalaxyCon. And talking about the up-and-coming comic book that I have in mind for Rebel J and Valkyrie Joe. Or Valkyrie Joe. Um, I've been working on pictures. You've seen, you'll see pictures, you'll see artwork, everything pop up on my Facebook page, and I'll have <clears throat> things going on there. And basically, I'll be posting up pictures I've done on Instagram uh, at uh, Jack Jacksmith Craning at Instagram, um, and I'll be posting up things. I've been talking with uh, some people. Um, they liked my, uh, they like my stuff. Um, I like my artwork. I'm working on a backstory. I'm still writing it in my head. It's basically an audio comic book um, that I'm going to be doing. I know audio comic books are kind of like out there and open. Um, but uh, um, if it's an audio comic book, um, I can't wait to see it or to have it. Um, so... I'm working on trying to do audio comic books because I can't really draw. Basically, what I do is if I find something on, if I find something on Google, um, then I kind of Photoshop it, do a little bit of tweaking on it, and everything like that. And um, I don't even really know who the real artwork artist is. It doesn't really tell you who it is. So I've been taking some artwork. I posted up some stuff of um, that had my wife. Uh, my wife's character, Valkyrie Joe, um, and Rebel J. I put them up there, and I did some tweaking on it, and I make it. I made it look like like made it look like my thing, you know. Added color to it and stuff like that. I got to work on it a little bit more, um, but I'm actually trying to get somebody to help me out do some stuff. Um, but basically, the um, the idea behind. The idea behind Rebel J and Valkyrie Joe is that they were two people, uh, or two animals, that were basically in the zoo. Um, see, Jacksmith, you know the Jacksmith the Berserker story. Jacksmith the Berserker, he had a bear that he got, and then in 19, uh, 1995, um, or in the yeah, in, in 1985, just in the time frame of 1985, because, you know, Jacksmith doesn't age very fast, he... He ages uh, every a thousand years. So, in 1985, he um, basically took Jack or took Rebel J out into the woods and basically told him to be a bear. And he's like, "Yeah, just go be a bear. You know, just go do your own thing." And then Jacksimus went his own separate ways, and he left. So, Jacksimus he basically took off and he left. He left his bear, um, left his bear in the woods. Didn't didn't need it anymore, I guess. I don't know what it was. I don't have any clue why I decided to write that in the Jacksonmas story where I made Jacksonmas get rid of his companion. Um, I don't know what it was. Maybe Jacksonmas was going through a time and just was like, <laughs> F this, I don't need a bear anymore. Um, so he decided to, he decided to go on his own. And... Then in 1990, um, about five years later, 
Jacksimus, or not Jacksimus, but Rebel J was taken to the New York Zoo. So the New York Zoo is where he was at. And in 1990, that's when the supposedly the Ninja Turtles were actually living in the sewer in New York is when that time frame was. So Rebel J was a bear in the zoo walking around, you know, and or he was basically a bear just being a bear. And um, supposedly two guys broke into the zoo uh, with mutagen or with the ooze. They had the uh, TGRI um, container in their hand and they were looking for some animals and they found a rhinoceros and a warthog. And so what they did was they mutated them to become Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, who you know as Bebop and Rocksteady. And some of this ooze um, got contaminated into Rebel J's cage. And what happened was Rebel J, um, he was in it and he got into the ooze. He got into the ooze and he mutated. So he became stronger. He became stronger and also with the powers that Jacksimus gave him, it like tripled his, it tripled his, um, his abilities. So he's able to walk and talk and, and do things like a normal human being, you know, like he was humanized. Um, basically what it is, is that he's a bear that can walk on two feet and fight and everything else. And, and so he learned how to fight because he saw Jacksimus doing it and he learned everything from him. Basically, it's just street fighting um, and carrying axes and battle axes, war hammers, um, a Jacksimus hammer is what it's called. Um, it's like a it's like a war hammer axe. It's his weapons and everything else. Um, um <clears throat> You guys can uh, message me back if you guys want to chat with me. I don't know who I don't know who gets live or who who's on. I just am, I'm also on a podcast, so I'm doing a podcast that'll be on Anchor FM um, and also on Spotify. Um, so uh, Rebel J is he gets mutated, and Rebel J basically becomes a crime fighting bear that lives in the New York Zoo, and so. Bebop and Rocksteady escape, and they they get out of there, and this ooze is is um this ooze is done gone. Jacksimus has gotten into it, and then since it's right next to Jacksimus's cage, or not Jacksimus, it's into Rebel J's cage. Rebel J's cage is next to the wolf cage, and um it doesn't go into the wolf cage um. And everything else. Um, so, so Rebel J is Rebel J has been mutinized by this by this uh, ooze and everything else. B R I A N. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. How you doing? Um, so Rebel J he basically gets hit by this ooze and then he becomes mutinized and everything else. So he. Basically, can be a crime-fighting um, bear, and he's inside the he's inside the zoo. He lives inside the zoo, and he does everything else. <laughs> Thanks. 
Yeah, growing the beard still. Um, but yeah, so Rebel J, basically he lives in the zoo. He stays in the zoo. He uses the zoo as his, um, he uses the zoo basically as his lair um, for, to, to fight and to stuff like that. He keeps his weapons uh, hidden in the back uh, area inside the zoo. No one's noticed him yet. Um, not even his, uh, not even his keeper, uh, his, um, his, not even his, um, his animal trainer. They don't know his weapons and stuff and they're sitting, they're sitting in the back and, um, <laughs> he uses two axes, uh, like two little, uh, um, two little double sided, uh, axes, a war hammer, a war axe and a battle axe. And also your typical tomahawks and stuff like that. He also has a shield. He also has a shield and he, um, he also has a shield and he puts that on his back when he has his battle axes and stuff. Um, if you're just joining in, I'm talking about, uh, a comic book that I'm going to be working on that I'm going to be writing and, um, well, it's an audio comic book I'm actually doing. I'm also on a podcast right now talking about it. This is going to be on Spotify. So this whole filming is going to be on Spotify on a podcast. And also it's going to be on Facebook here. I'm talking about a comic book that I'm doing. An audio comic book that I'm doing. Uh, called Rebel J um, and Valkyrie Joe. So it's a comic book that I've been uh, in the works with. That I've been doing for a while. Because I haven't really been posting stuff on the Jack Jacksonist training page. I've been also busy with Tracks Revolution over the summertime. But now I'm working on doing my comics. I'm going to try to do something a little bit better. Um, a little bit more fun as a hobby. I'm going to try to do audio comic books. Because I think audio comic books are the way to go now that with the technology being the way that it is. Um, I think you can do like audio comics or you can do cartoons or TV shows or whatever, but I'd like to get everything made into a TV show. And I'm talking about, uh, Rebel J's backstory right now and what he, and how he is the way he is. So Rebel J basically he has mutagen, um, that happened like the Ninja Turtles, same thing as the transformation. Uh, he was in the New York zoo in 1990 and, uh, he hit this mutagen when, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, came in um, and transformed a rhino and a warthog together to become Bebop and Rocksteady and everything else. And so, so Jack Smith now lives in the New York Zoo. And he lives in the New York Zoo and he has his lair set up so he can crime fight at night. He listens to a um, basically police radio that they have um, that he typed or that he uses from the walkie-talkies that are on the in the zoo so he has that and he goes out and fights crime every night um but also the ninja turtles are in new york and um so after bebop and rocksteady had their transformation they go back to the zoo to try to find another animal and i think they're trying to do i think they're trying to do an elephant and an elephant and something else, um, but they drop the canister of ooze next to the wolf cage, uh, next to the timber wolf cage, and that's where Valkyrie Joe happens. There's a female wolf that walked by, and um, 
there was a female wolf that walked by, and the female wolf transformed into Valkyrie Joe, and now she basically, Valkyrie Joe is in the wolf cage, and she gets to meet Jacksmith one night. They both go out, and um, they both they both basically fight crime together. Um, Valkyrie Joe, she uh, has long, like she has long nails. She basically has uh, armor plating on, and um, she basically is a wolf or a timber wolf. Is what she is. She carries two katanas or two swords on her back. And then she also has like um, a uh, she has like two small little daggers she wears on her sides, and uh, she wears the daggers. And so if like her and her and Jacksmith both you know they're in the same zoo, they both fight crime out at nighttime, and they do everything um, to protect the city along with the Ninja Turtles. And then one day, the Ninja Turtles finally. Um, I don't know when the Ninja Turtles. I, I haven't really gotten the. I haven't really pinpointed the the storyboard together when the Ninja Turtles will meet um, with Rebel J and and Valkyrie Joe, but I will actually do a whole thing on my podcast. I'm recording to my podcast tonight to actually like do the podcast and do the live video on Facebook to talk about both things. Um, I've been doing podcasts uh, now for. Um, Talking about Comic-Con, well, Galaxy-Con that's going to be coming here in November uh, to Minneapolis. I'm actually trying to go to Ga- Galaxy-Con, get stuff together, get storyboards together, get actual an uh, actual um, live run so that I can give it to somebody and maybe submit my story uh, to them at Galaxy-Con and see if I could actually get somebody to turn my dream into a, um, an audio an audio comic book, because I want to make audio comic books, since I can't really draw that well, and I don't have an artist, I don't really have artists and stuff like that, I'm actually talking to some people, uh, I've actually uh, showed my artwork to Kevin Eastman, he's a guy who actually drew the Ninja Turtles uh, to begin with, and he liked my artwork, there's another guy on Instagram who's liked my artwork, um, my friend Dan uh, Donnie, uh, Donnie, who owns a comic book store, um, I actually would hope someday that maybe I could get a comic book together, an audio comic book together for him and have him listen to it and and have him uh, uh, and have him listen to it and see if you like it or not. I'm just trying new things. It's a new hobby for me. I, you know, with all this new technology and the way things are, I definitely would like to get into animation, but I'd actually like to get into story writing. Um, and uh, and write stories for comic books that are audio um, so that more people can actually, you know, for like... What I want to do is do audio comics for people who um, who are blind. Yeah. Because if, if they can still, you know, because they can still hear. So if they did it audio, it would be easy for them to, to understand a comic book or to listen to it as a video. Um, but if they, you know, if they can't see the video, they can listen to it. And so audio, I think audio comic books would be, or audio stories would be good. So that's what I want to do, is do audio stories. Um, and audio comic books is what I actually really want to do. And my idea is for um, 
basically Rebel J the Berserker, which is Rebel J the Bear, and Valkyrie Joe the Wolf. And both of them live in the New York Zoo. They fight crime at night, and they eventually meet up with the Ninja Turtles in New York um, between somewhere between 1995 and um, 2000, you know. And then in 2010, um, well, that's when that's when um, things start to change uh, again for um, for Rebel J and stuff. And but I don't know yet. I'm still trying to think of what I'm going to do if I'm going to change if I'm going to change history with that or not, because um, that goes on with uh, Jack Smith the Berserker, which Jack Smith the Berserker is a different. Um, kind of story it's more of a uh, it's a story about a viking who uh, jack smith the berserker is a story about a viking who was born in the 600s who was given a shit ton of powers um and he has to meet up with uh god's basically god's daughters um there's tundra uh, autumn summer and angel and that's a whole different different story that's that's another comic book I'm working on, and by the way, that one is a little bit more erotic, so it's, but Joe told me to write it, or Joe told me to do it, because it's a very good story, so that being said, that's a long, that's a long way down the road, but right now I'm concentrating on Rebel J and Valkyrie Joe's comic books right now, basically I just wanted to get that out there and let you guys know what's going on, what I've been doing for a while, and I haven't really done a live video. Um, I'm doing a podcast right now because uh, I do podcasts with craning instead of chilling with craning, you know. <laughs> so now when I do a thing, when I go live on Facebook here, I'm also going to be doing a podcast. So the thing that you hear on the podcast is the thing you hear on here because I'm going to be trying to do a lot more things now um, to keep my mind off, you know, while Joe's at work. Because Joe is uh, working at Walmart and she works, uh, she works at nighttime. Sometimes she gets done um, at ten o'clock, so I basically have time to talk to myself. <laughs> Some people think it's talking to themselves. I think it's work. <laughs> but yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of Ninja Turtles, um, seeing a lot of the stuff going back through the old old things. I've been watching the new Ninja Turtles that's on right now. Um, Rise, of the, Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Um, I've been watching that. I've been watching uh, Turtles The Next Mutation. I've been watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon. Just to get some ideas um, on where I could put uh, maybe Rebel J. I mean, there's probably thousands of people out there who have ideas for characters, but I mean, I grew up in 1985, you know, in 1979. You know, I watched Dukes of Hazard, then Dukes of Hazard disappeared, and then I fell in love with four turtles that were from the sewers of New York called the Ninja Turtles. And ever since I've watched the Ninja Turtles, dude, it's been. <laughs> I think most of my, uh, I think most of my childhood was the Ninja Turtles. I mean, I still remember going to uh, Disney World. And my sister getting hit on by Raphael. <laughs> I think Krista got hit on by Raphael. Um, and Katie got hit on by Leo. 
And then I met Michelangelo and Donatello, and uh, it was really cool. That was when Disney, um, at Disney and Epcot Center, I think, owned them. Um, but now Nickelodeon owns them, and uh, which I think is kind of cool because, you know, Jim Henson and the Muppets um, had something to do with uh, the Ninja Turtles, and the Ninja Turtles were all over the place. I, I still don't know why Disney had them at the time. I can't remember. But, I mean, when I lived in Fairfax, Virginia, I mean, you know, when I was friends with Chance, uh, Chance Putsky, him and I are still friends, but when I was living with him, or living around him, I mean, I went to this thing called the Out of the Shells Tour uh, at George Mason University. Um, it was like this uh, concert, the Ninja Turtles did um, their thing called Out of Their Shells Tour, and it was a song, and we went to Pizza Hut, and God, we got CDs, we even got bandanas, we got stuff like that, and I had a birthday party, I had a Ninja Turtle-themed birthday party, which was really cool, and yes, I went as Raphael, who's the red one, and uh, Raphael's my favorite, by the way, he's the one that I remember all of his lines from the Ninja Turtle movies, which are all right here. There you go. Turtles, Turtles 1, 2, 3, and the cartoon, TMNT, which is supposed to be Turtles 4, um, which is remastered. And then the wife and I, last night, we watched... Um, we watched the new. We watched the new ones. We watched this Ninja Turtles. We watched this one, and then we watched Out of Our Shells, the second one, which I'm hoping Michael Bay comes out with another one of these movies. I hope he comes out with like six more, because Michael Bay, he's a he's a genius to make. Like the Transformers movies, and he's a genius to make all the um, the Ninja Turtle movies. So, um, where am I gonna go from here? Let's see here. Um, oh yeah, Galaxy Con. So Galaxy Con is a big, huge Comic Con that's coming to uh, the Washington Convention Center, or actually <laughs> the Minnesota Convention Center, Washington. <laughs> Boy, I miss a, I miss my friends back in Virginia. No, um. The Minnesota Convention Center uh, is going to have the big, huge uh, Galaxy Con. And people dress up for that all the time. Um, I'm actually trying to get a, a bear costume to try to go as Rebel J, which I think would be kind of cool. But I actually really want to go to my first con as an artist and see if I can get um, someone to look at my stuff. Um, I don't know if it'll happen. I'm not... I'm not going in there, you know, trying to, I'm just going there to, to get to know what it's like to be, um, to be an artist and try to get something happen. Um, I'd love, I'd love it for it to work. I think it'd be so great. Um, gotta itch my back here. Back scratcher, back scratcher. Oh, yeah, and hold on a second. <laughs> My hair's all knotted here. 
Fabrics come out at night. Come out at night. Oh, it does have a little hook. Uh, so anyway. <clears throat> so, Joe said that uh, I could go as Fat Thor for... Halloween. <laughs> we know each other. A friend from work. <laughs> nah, I don't know. So, so I put on this. Uh, I put on this wig here and and everything else, and my hair's all knotted. It's like I gotta do this all over again. But I think I look good in long hair. Cause here I go again on my own Going down the only road <laughs> So anyway um, But Yeah I like the long hair It's actually pretty cool Anyway um, So I might go as Fat Thor Or just an inspiring artist so, yeah, I have a wig on, guys, in the podcast, if you can't tell. You have to watch it on Facebook. It's kind of funny. Um, this this wig thing is cool. I don't know where the heck I found it. I think it's Ruby's. I don't know why. No, it's not Ruby's. It's, I think it's mine from somewhere. But I like it. Anyway, I'm not going to try it. It's all knotted and everything. It's terrible. Maybe I have it on wrong. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> take this off. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, so GalaxyCon, I'm going to try to go there, and I'm going to try to get um, some things talked about uh, with my comic book. And I know it may, I know it may sound kind of funny, to do it, but I know it may sound kind of funny to do it, but I think with the um, I think with the Comic Con coming up and and maybe something will happen. I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to throw things out there for ideas for me to do. I mean, yeah, you can actually back there you can see my uh, thing that my kids got me. That's a that's a Hulk cover of a comic book. Um, and I did have a lot of comic books when I was a kid. I mean, I read a lot of comic books, um, as a kid, you know, and I love comic books. I think they're great. I think they're a way, I think it's, I think it's a way to start reading somehow. So like, I mean, if you want to read books, comic books are the way to go and that's the way to do it. Um, but yeah. So GalaxyCon is coming up in November, and I think Joe and I are going to go, and I think Ruby's going to go with us and everything else so that she can um, get into her thing. Because like I was saying before in my podcast, uh, like I said before in my podcast, I said that uh, um, most comic books or most shows, TV shows, start out as storyboards, which are comic books. And that's how we got The Walking Dead. And, and Ruby follows The Walking Dead a lot. And she loves that show. 
and then she likes Supernatural, and yeah, she loves Supernatural, and she loves, like, Vampire Diaries and all those kinds of shows and everything. She's got her favorite shows and stuff, so she watches those a lot. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, and so, yeah, I think that they started out as storyboards. You know, they started out as storyboards, and they became comics, and then, they, well, they started out as, as writings, then were comics, then storyboards, then live TV. And I think that more and more comics nowadays are going to become live TV, so they need a narrator. I mean, I think one of the greatest narrators in the world is Morgan Freeman. God, he'd be... He'd be like the coolest guy to have, you know, narrate your, like, narrate a funeral. Imagine him narrating a funeral. And now here lies. <laughs> well, if I go, I want, and if Sean Connery's still alive, I would love Sean Connery to narrate my funeral. God, that'd be so cool. Imagine him just narrating a funeral. You know. <laughs> We now put to rest one of the greatest guys in the actually well Arnold would do mine. I think Arnold would do mine and be like And now we put the greatest guy in the ground <laughs> I'll take a dry martini shaken not stirred. I think I can do the voices when I'm kinda just sitting around doing nothing. Bored as hell. That's how Ron Jeremy feels. <laughs> but anyway, um, it's been 30 minutes into my podcast and 30 minutes into live. So, you know, maybe I get off track on things, but I love you guys. Um, daughter bought me a blizzard. It's actually pretty good. I love Dairy Queen. Mm. But, yeah. So... This GalaxyCon that's coming up, it's on Facebook. Y'all can read about it. Um, it's going to be in Minneapolis in November, I think. Tickets are really good. Whoever keeps coming on and off, I love you guys for the support. I think it's great you guys uh, support me. Um, and I wish it could tell me who the hell's on, because... You know, I would really love to know who's on so I could say, like, hey, what's going on? Welcome to my chat room. You know, I don't know who it is. That's why they have this chat screen over here on this, um, like, over here on this side here. Um, yeah, right here. They have this little chat bar right here. Um, you could actually chat to me if you want to and say something. Um, I know that people get online and they're like, oh, Jack's talking out his ass again. <laughs> But, um, but no, I actually have, uh, I actually, you know, I've been doing chilling with craning and I've been doing, yeah, I've been doing chilling with craning and I stopped doing chilling with craning because I found out that Facebook had live. So I didn't have to do chilling with craning anymore. Now I can go live. And then I found this great program, um, called Anchor FM, which you can download it and then you can record a podcast and then it can go up and then it gets distributed to all these different, um, 
it gets distributed to all these different things uh, on Spotify, all these different podcasts. And I'm hoping that someday it takes off. Because um, I know there's people out there that listen to Jack and like what I have to say. And 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 they know that, you know, I do these Chilling with Craning videos because the thing is, is I just do this to reach out to anybody, to reach out to my family, to my friends. Most of the people who are on Facebook, I mean, I know who you are. I mean, you guys are you guys are people. You're you know you're fans. You've been a fans of Chilling with Craning ever since Chilling with Craning started. Um, but I've been trying to do a lot more with it and everything else. And you know, <laughs> you know, I I am an entertainer. I mean, Bob Ross had his trees, and he had his paintings. I've had, you know, I've had my music, and I did my music, and, you know, and what happened, my music kind of went sour, because I, I freestyle rapped, and it was, and it was just music that was just so vulgar, and so, you know, out there, and so crap, and everything else, and, you know... And and I also like doing karaoke a lot. Um, I love doing karaoke, but the thing is, is that when you do karaoke and stuff, especially on Facebook, they don't know that you're doing karaoke. They think you're singing over top of somebody else's stuff, trying to steal their stuff, and you know you're you're not. And they they think you're trying to steal their you're, they're trying to steal the music, but see, karaoke is a whole different thing. Because karaoke is just words and then background music. And, you know, and you're, and you're supposed to sing the words. But see, I could never play an instrument because I never learned how to. Because I never wanted to. I never wanted to learn how to play an instrument. I always thought that one day I was going to be put in a, in a band. I always thought that somebody, some of my friends that had a, that had a band, I always thought that, hey, you know, maybe I should be a part of their band. But they never saw me that way. And I, and I don't have anything against them for that. No, I don't. I love I love Superplex. I love their music. I followed their stuff. I carried their equipment for them. I mean, come on. I was a roadie for them, for God's sakes. I love their music. I would go to their concerts everywhere in Virginia because I was that bored. But I would go to their concerts to support them because they were my friends. Because I thought, oh, someday they would support me. And maybe they'd be like, hey, Jack, you want to get up on stage and sing with us? And it happened. Yes, I did a Rihanna song. I did Umbrella. And I didn't really like doing that song because I didn't know the fucking words. But I pulled it out of my ass and I and I made it work. Because I turned the song actually into... I turned the song actually into a... Um, I turned it into a metal cover. <laughs> I, I can remember that, and, and I remember Donnie Guthrie, um, or, you know, I remember Donnie Guthrie doing his song on the oil tanker. He was singing about being on an oil tanker and everything else, and he was having fun, and, and, I, and I miss those days. But now we're all grown up, and we all live in our own little hobbits and our own little holes and our own little worlds, you know? But I want to do stuff, you know that people can actually, you know, like. I would I would actually, to be quite honest with you, love to do a comic book called Jack Craning. Just because, you know, it would be a day in the life of a guy who just 
<laughs> lived with his parents until he was 35 and then got married. I mean, wouldn't that be like the coolest comic book ever? <laughs> What'd you do today? Well, I went to the YMCA and watched people swim laps all day, and then I talked to them about stuff and laughed and had a giggle time. And then when Christmas comes around, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is like the coolest damn thing ever. So, yeah. Oh, I rock out at Christmas time to Trans-Siberian Trans -Siberian Orchestra. God, I love those guys. I can't wait for Christmas. That's <laughs> I wait for them because they're the only metal song that they play on Rockin' 101 that actually is like metal <laughs> for Christmas <laughs> that I know of. But anyway... Um, no, but, you know, I started out doing chilling with craning, and, you know, I only had 20 minutes to do a thing. I had to piece it all together. I had to put it all together and do it and edit it. And I never realized this, but I was actually making my own TV show. And I remember a show that came out a long time ago called Ed TV. Where they actually followed a guy with a film crew? See, I actually thought that that was pretty cool. You know, maybe my wife would not go along with it because the thing is, is that, you know, she doesn't want a camera, uh, camera following her around all the time. But I wouldn't mind it. Oh, dude, I think it'd be cool as hell. And then, like, get me into venues like hockey games, you know, go to wild games or something, go to... Well, we don't have rugby here, but I'd love rugby. <laughs> I love rugby. Speaking of which, England's in the Rugby World Cup, baby, in the final. Yeah. England's in the Rugby World Cup, dude. They're in the final. I can't wait to watch them play South Africa. It's going to be a tough game, but yeah. They beat the All Blacks. So England did a hell of a job, and I hope they go very far. Um... I love England's rugby team. I think they're great. Um, it's not because, you know, my wife got me on to England. I think England's a great thing. I think they, they got it going on. I mean, rugby's cool. I like rugby better than American football. People will argue with me about it, and I'll just tell them, you know what? It's my opinion. You don't have to watch it, but I do. I love rugby. God, do I love it. It's so cool. They do have rugby here in in uh, Minnesota. It's just that, you know, when that temperature starts to get down to, like, you know, down here, down to freezing, when your testicles get frozen and you can't feel your nuts, then, yeah, you don't want to be outside playing rugby. But I will tell you, though, people who play rugby have a different set of balls than the people who play football. That's just my opinion. Anyway... So yeah, I'm. You know what? This episode was all about Comic Con and or Galaxy Con and comics and everything else like that. No, this is all about podcasts with craning, chilling with craning, live with craning, whatever you want to call it. I'm here. So if anybody wants to talk to me, you know where to find me. Right here, sitting in front of this computer until I have to go pick up the wife and until nine thirty. You know what? Maybe you'll get tired of me. Maybe Facebook will kick me offline and say whatever. Well, every time I see this little I see this little eyeball come on here with the one on it, I don't know who's coming on to my thing. There's a chat thing down here on the side. 
So would you please tell me who you are so I can say hello? Because I love seeing my fans. I love knowing who my fans are, and I love knowing who they are. Oh, wow, we got a whole bunch of people. <laughs> Les Peterson, Megan Lynn, Brian Hyde, Stacey Schaefer, Adam, Danny Dodson, <laughs> Chris Cooper, and Ashley Nicole. Well, everybody who's jumped on, hi, welcome to the show. <laughs> I, uh... I didn't really, uh, didn't really know that I had people on. I guess I didn't scroll down to see what's up. So I'll drop people a message. Hey to all. How are y'all doing? There we go. So I posted that on there. And hey, Sean Hansen, Mr. Bearded, Mr. Bearded Brotherhood guy. That guy sells some good products. I'm gonna pitch your Sean. I'm gonna sell your. I'm gonna pitch your bearded products here, um, on my podcast. Sean Hansen, that guy sells some good bearded products. I can't remember the name of the bearded products, but dude, with these, with a beard like this, that guy's got a killer beard. By the way, Sean Hansen, man, Sean Hansen. He's got a good beard. Look him up on Facebook. Buy his bearded products. He is a great dude. Okay, much love goes out to Sean. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, yeah, here we go. Sweet. Okay, so the Manhood Brother Company. The Manhood Brother Company. Manhood Brother Company. It's on my podcast. Um, if you want good bearded products, talk to Sean Hansen from the Manhood Brother Company. Um, these guys make fabulous beard products. I've, I've seen their post. I've always wanted to buy some of their stuff, but <laughs> having a family, it's really kind of hard to. Um, I did get their stuff in a trial thing one day, and I used it. Oh, my God. And you can tell what happened. <laughs> I only have a beard like this. Sean's got a beard, like, down here. He looks like something out of ZZ Top. Um, <laughs> and I have much, much love and respect from to Sean and the guys at the Manhood Beard Company. Um, they are really great. Again, I did not know that these many people had joined my podcast or joined my podcast and my video. Uh, I, I, I guess I should, I guess I should check the scroll down. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't, uh, it didn't, um, it didn't show me uh, to where, uh, to where it goes. So now I changed it over to public. I'm going to go over to public because the thing is, is that I rather do public here. Um, because the thing is, is that more and more people can see me then because public is a way to go. When you do live, your podcasts go public. So your, your Facebook goes public. So just remember the manhood beard company, look them up on Facebook, tell them you saw it on chilling with craning, um, on live and look up Sean Hansen. Give that guy a, give that guy a like, he's a great dude. Um, He's he's done some live videos uh, um, every once in a while talking about bearded products, and I think he actually is a pretty decent fella. 
like like I said, it's your manhood, so grow it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. I gotta like that. I gotta <laughs> I gotta give him the like. I should add him on to the podcast. I don't know if I can actually do that or not, or lie or um add him on here, but I don't know if I can. Um but anyway, the thing is is that this was about a comic book, but now it's turning into chilling with craning and going live. Um or live with craning because you know Live chat with Jack Smith. Um, because that's the thing, man. Back in the day when I started out, you know, I used to just, I used to just do, um, chilling with craning and I used to do these shows where I, I basically, what I did was I filmed with a, with a webcam. Um, I filmed with a webcam for about, um, for a 20 minute, for a 20 minute video, because that's all Facebook would let you have. Well, actually it was 15 minutes. So I had to cram everything into 15 minutes and then I had to edit the video. Then I had to do a special little intro, which added about two minutes onto the thing. So now it's like, and then this is how it would always work. It'd be like this. It'd be like, and now another episode of chilling with craning, you know? And it was a thing. And I have a t-shirt on one of my pages. Um, it says Chilling with Craning, and it shows a TV screen, and it's on an orange shirt. I have one of those. It's on my Logo Sportwear, uh, Logo Sportwear pages. Um, I posted it up, but uh, uh, I did it, and it was <laughs> it was really funny. I, I, uh, I really... I posted those up, and everybody used to love the Chilling with Craning videos and everything else. And now we have technology where we have a podcast, and we have a live camera, and we have all this stuff. And, you know, it's so much fun. And a lot of people just think that it's some retard sitting in his bedroom in his in his house uh, talking to himself. Well, actually, I know I'm actually talking to my fans. And I am so happy that Sean Hansen, I'm so happy that you actually came on um, to the uh, show and and uh, said a few things because I never, ever thought a celebrity would ever come on to one of Jack Craning's shows. I, I do consider you as a celebrity. I consider you as a, a guy who basically started from the bottom and worked his way to the top. I mean, you have bearded products that I would love to use, um, but I've never been able to buy them uh, because, like I said, I have a family. Uh, we had to pay for things to get my family to come over here from England. And um, and so, yeah, I've never been able to buy some good beard products. But, dude, you know, I will, I will pay for your stuff if I ever have a chance. Um, but, again... I'm still working, I'm still working, you know, a nine-to-fiver job every day, uh, driving parts for a, for a truck company, uh, for a trucking company, or for a, a car, or a semi-dealership called, uh, tra or called Ream, Ream Kenworth. <laughs> oh, man, you are too kind. I'm just a normal guy living my life. Yeah, well, you know, we all are. We all are normal men just living our lives every day. Um, but I give you, I give you props, dude. You, you started, you probably started down here and you made bearded products. You put it in your beard. You did it. You tried it. You failed. 
you started over again. You had people pushing you around, telling you, hey, don't start something because, you know, 95% of the businesses in the world, they crash. But you want to know something? I've seen the the Manhood Beard Company, and I've I've looked at everybody who's posted stuff on your page and who follow you and everything else. And, you know, um, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, thanks, brother. Um, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll shoot you a message later. Um, but you don't, you don't have to give me anything, dude. I appreciate just anybody watching a video. Uh, I appreciate anybody watching a video and, and, uh, basically just following. I appreciate anybody just following me because, you know, hey, I'm just a normal guy who lives his life every day and, and he wants to better himself as much as he possibly can. But I mean, you basically, from what I've seen from, from anybody who's ever had a business, I mean, I've seen, I've seen products at Walmart, like Wild Willies. I've seen the, I've seen the, the beard wax. I've seen all that kind of stuff and everything else. And I'll tell you, um, I've seen all that kind of stuff. But when I look at, when I look at your products on Facebook, and I see all of the people who use the products and use the stuff and have recommended it. And then I've seen like videos of people using the, the manhood beard company, uh, stuff. I've seen, I've seen people use it. I have to say that, yeah, this guy started somewhere. He listened to the naysayers. He fought his way to the top and he said, look at this. My name is Sean Hansen. I'm the owner of this business. I'm going to kick its ass. I'm going to grab the I'm going to grab the bull by the horns and I'm basically going to go somewhere. I'm going to take it to the next level. And see, the thing is is I've had people who've always put me down and told me never to do something and never to try something. And, you know, I don't want to basically come off as a person who's sitting in a bedroom talking to millions of people, but this is what I want to do for my life. I would like to actually get paid to do um, to do this kind of stuff, basically just go around and do shit for Facebook. I mean, I would like to be able to support my family. I'd love to be able to, you know, do stuff. I'd love to do podcasts. I'd love to do everything. I think that it is a, I don't really care what I look like in front of the camera. I don't care what I do. The thing is, is that I have a big giant heart right underneath here that, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think that people who who always listen to the naysayers, who always listen to the people who tell them, no, don't do something, they're the ones that should, you know, they're the ones that should not have a business. But there's all these people who stood up, who said, hey, you know, I'm a steamroller. I'm going to run right over you, and I'm going to go to town. They have heart. But you want to know what's happened to those kind of people? And people like them have passed on. I mean... I remember a long time ago, there was a basketball coach. I think his name was Jimmy V. He started the V Foundation. Jimmy Val uh, Valvino, I think his name was. And he had a dream. And he said, you know, and he they used to talk about him all the time. They used to talk about him all the time. About how he always told people, hey, you know, inspirational words of wisdom. Go for it. Take it. Run with it. Love it. And, and enjoy it. And never, ever... And never, ever let anybody tell you no or ever tell you that, you know, you can't do a dream or you can't do something. But the thing is, is with me on Facebook is, 
you know, ever since they came out with this live thing, I've always thought that if I... Hey, my daughter's on, and so is her friend Ashley. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ashley. Um, the thing is, is that everybody used to always tell me, you know, Jack, you're always, you, you always have, you always have a dream. And what you need to do is you need to go forth with that dream. You need to kick its ass. You need to take it and run with it. And I always used to look at them and be like, really, why would I do that? Why would I run with a dream if it's, if it's just a dream? And I've always sat back and I've always, you know, thought, sat here and said, well, yeah, that's, that's what it is. You know, um, Sean, you're absolutely right. You basically have to use that fuel, that, that, that fuel to drive you to the next level. But see, and, and like I said, in, in Minnesota, in rural Minnesota, you know, we live in, you know, a, a place where it's always, where it's always cold all the time. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not watching Ninja Turtles. It's not even on. I'm actually talking about um, a comic and stuff that I'm thinking about making. And then I turned it on to... Uh, a podcast called uh, Chilling with Craning that I've been doing for a long time ago. Um, so I'm not even watching uh, Ninja Turtles right now. I'm just basically sitting here talking <laughs> to people on um, on Facebook. Um, but, um, but Sean, you're absolutely right. When you say that you have to use that flame to, to keep it burning, you have to keep it going. And um, I've listened to so many people, you know, Tell me, hey Jack, you're a dreamer. You don't have. You're just. You're all about dreams. You're all about dreams. You're all about this. You're all about that. The thing is, is that these these dreams. Uh, yeah, and beards. Um, <laughs> thanks, Ashley. I got a beard. Yes, I do. I I dye it in the winter time and play camo claws for all my friends. Which, by the way, in November or by the way in December, I will be bringing back camo claws. So I will actually be going live with Camo Claws uh, in December when I start getting all this transformed to white. Um, but that is just something that I do for uh, myself. Um, but every day, people used to always tell me, Jack, you're a dreamer. You never have, you never have dreams. Um, so... Oh, so they're telling me that I have a minimum recording of 60 minutes on my segments. So I'm going to stop my podcast, um, but I'm going to keep my live going on Facebook. Um, <laughs> so they're going to cut me off on my podcast here. So thank you for people listening on my podcast, but I'm still going to go live here on Facebook. Um, I'm going to stop it here on my podcast, and then I'm going to start it back up again. <laughs>